place. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.6 FM in Mtata. Mr. Tami Zondi, Director for Youth and Economic Empowerment and the KZN Department of Economic Development, Tourism and Environmental Affairs, is also leading the KZN team at the Intra-African Trade Fair 2021, particularly from a youth perspective. Tami, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. Very briefly, what is the Intra-African Trade Fair all about? How is the South African government specifically involved and at an African and continental level, who or what have we attracted, particularly private sector, to be part of this dialogue? Once again, thank you so much, Tata, and greetings to your listeners as well. The intra-African trade fee, it is about making sure that Africa begins a conversation to trade amongst itself, not just a conversation, but to practicalize having African countries trading amongst themselves as opposed to just rushing uh, to trade with the rest of the world when we've got trade to do amongst ourselves. Now, this is also happening um, at the backdrop of what we call African um, uh, free continental free trade argument at free trade area, wherein um, various African countries find an agreement to effect this continental free trade area. Um, we know that to date it's been a topical issue over the years, wherein some African countries have signed this agreement, whereby they are ag- agreeing that um, let's open our borders in terms of trading amongst each other without barriers. Uh, uh, listeners and yourselves uh, will remember that uh, most of the one of the most uh, critical things when it comes to trade, uh, especially international trade, as it were, it will be the issues of uh, trade barriers. So if agreements like um, the continental free trade area being signed is to raise those um, barriers. It's more or less like raising a curtain. Mm. So having done that, now as you are going and hosting something like intra-African trade fair that is currently happening in South Africa, you are now practicalizing that. This is the second edition. The first edition was held uh, in 2018 in Cairo, in Egypt. We are the second country to host it. It is a rotating fair that rotates every two years to uh, another country. We know already that in 2023, it's going to be uh, hosted in Cote d'Ivoire. So in terms of the people that are here, uh, it's both government and, and private sector. And from a host point of view, you ask to say, besides KVN, how is the South African government involved? So KVN is hosting this. Um, say on behalf of the entire South Africa. So KVN and South African government are the host, which is why yesterday we saw the fair being opened by the pre- by the President of the Republic, uh, Mr. Cyril, uh, Honorable Cyril Ramaphosa. Uh, he was not alone. Other heads of state joined him, about five heads of state. Uh, 
But even the Kesaran Prima was amongst those signatories to show that the province is hosting in conjunction with the country. Um, in terms of the, the, the private sector companies that are there or stakeholders, first and foremost, whilst we are hosting, the fair itself uh, has uh, its main organizers or hosts that then rotates it to different countries within the continent. Those in the main being the African Union Commission, as well as the AFC FTA, what I spoke about earlier on, the, uh, the African uh, Continental Free Trade Area Secretariat, which are the ones who are the main host of this. So they are here as well. Uh, they are commissioners and everyone. Uh, but at the same time, we've got the key promoter from a private sector point of view of this fair for the continent as a whole, which is the import and export bank, uh, uh, shortly or officially known as African Bank. So that's the bank that is at the center of uh, even funding this fair and bringing other, you know, captains of the industry from across um, the the continent. There is exhibition that happens in the in the fair. Um, and in those exhibitions, we've got a number of local as well as uh, continental uh, private sector companies. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, you're a great guest. Ask one question, get a six-minute reply. I mean, we should have you when we're short on guests. I'm pulling your leg. <laughs> what I really want to say is in the light of the fact that you deal with youth issues, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to say something insofar as it relates to the National Youth Development Agency. Of course, they've got a newly constituted board who, board who would be fresh with ideas and faces. How, if at all, are you working with them? Are they represented there? I'm asking this with a bias towards youth interest, not just in the country, but on the continent, because there is a lot of scope for business, for young people in particular to exploit, especially the technological uptake following at least what COVID has precipitated in South Africa and presumably on the continent. What opportunities for young people in the work of NYDA have you seen or can you comment on? Thank you so much for that question. Obviously, you will, you will know that as somebody who is a director for youth economic empowerment, uh, my priority first and foremost was to one look at the economy as a whole. The first priority is young people. And of course, we are very encouraged that often at times, Dr. Mapek, when uh, such big conferences or fairs and even the trade deals and opportunities are concluded, uh, it has been said that most of the time young people have been left out. But what we've seen with the intra-African trade fair is that right uh, when it started, the African um, Union Commission and its partners they prioritized the involvement of youth SMEs uh, through what is called a youth startup program. Uh, the IATF itself has got about four key verticals, you know, among, well, the main ones, which will be your, your trade and investment. That's where the hard economic issues, you know, are being dealt with uh, through a conference and as well as exhibition. And then you've got an automotive vertical as well as what you call KNEX. KNEX stands for Creative Africa, Africa Nexus, where we showcase the creative side, you know, from Nollywood to Bollywood to South Africa to what have you. Now, now, then the youth startup is a vertical itself. So meaning it is an equal part to all of these. But whilst you're having that focus on youth, meaning 
all the heads of state, all the big business uh, captains of industry that are there are getting an opportunity to interact with young people that are at the face. Uh, the young people are also then integrated in all the other verticals that I've just uh, mentioned to you. Young people are here exhibiting in terms of of conference and having business to business and, and, and trying to change business just like big business. What we did, um, we have about 150 youth uh, from all over the continent that the, the African Union Commission selected through an open process over the month. They are here from all countries, represented about 40 plus countries that participate in the AITF. But fortunately for us, as KZN, because we are the host, we then said we will bring another 150. So you're looking at plus minus 300 youth that are actively participating. I'm not talking about youth that are coming as babies to see the stand as, as it will normally happen. You know, they're just coming and out. I'm talking about three active participants who are engaging uh, state leaders, who are engaging big business, and we're having robust discussions with them. So young people are really at the front of this. Fortunately, as we've just said, just about a week ago, uh, our president announced uh, the new board of NYPA. We know that, Mr. Mappet, the NYPA is responsible for issues of youth development, not just economic empowerment, but youth development as a whole. But the issues of economic empowerment become key in line with our national youth policy, wherein we know that youth economic emancipation is one of the imperatives of the, of the, of the national youth policy. Now, it means the first in, sort of like function or thing that the new board has to do is to implement the policy and implement the integrated youth development strategy of the country and, of course, assisting various provinces. Now, them coming in to find a fair like this, it means it gives them a springboard to start having a platform where they will speak about the issues that talk to youth economic emancipation. We were fortunate as Kevin and that amongst the, the seven that were finally chosen as the board of NYPA, one of those is our very own uh, uh, son, which is Tulisa Njela. Uh, He's the board member of the new board member of NYPA. And uh, as I'm talking to you, he's going to be one of the speakers on Thursday coming in into the fair, engaging with the young people, engaging with big business, representing the new board, and then saying this is what they like to see young people uh, achieving in our lifetime in terms of economic freedom. Final question to you, because I feel as though time has just disappeared. We've got all of two and a half minutes to go. How do we ensure that everything that is taken or that happens at the trade fair is not just a platform for people to look good, to dress up, to go and network, and nothing becomes of that? Do we have any particular programs that will monitor tangible results of the yields of all of these people being in one room and ostensibly speaking the same language. For instance, next time we go to the third such trade fair in the Ivory Coast, will there be a way of gauging exactly the promises of Durban, what they would have yielded and where things are at by the time we get to Abidjan? There's many, of course, yes, sir. There's many ways to gauge 
uh, such things. But um, one must uh, really start by saying, I mean, even to the listeners at home who may not even come to the fair, if they find any uh, similar opportunities in the future, you know, they say you can take the horse to the river, but you can't make, you know, the horse drink. Uh, now, the reality is uh, it is an incumbent upon each and everyone um, of, 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 of people who are there to take whatever they are interacting with very seriously. But from a, a, major, a measurement or an M&E point of view, if I can say that, obviously you will then start at... Um, you know, a, 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 you know, a high level where you just measure in terms of, uh, you know, the number of people that are coming. Always hoping that those people that would have came, that would have maximized the opportunity that they came across. That's one. From an economic point of view, there's many ways. I mean, the two minutes that we have left will not be enough. Um, you will measure this in terms of the boost of the tourism industry. We know we are still in the COVID pandemic and we're still suffering the effects of the pandemic. I mean, having ha- having such a big continental fair happening, it means the hotels in Devon are full. Try and book and come to Devon and you won't get anything. But m- most importantly, the one that I'd like to highlight is that we know that we are, we are being told that over 40 billion U.S. dollar yields were concluded in Cairo. So obviously we're crossing our thumbs and saying, we want, when, when the phase is, is, is complete, we want South Africa to have beaten the number that was recorded in Caracos. At, at, at the front of it all, Mr. Mapete, you will then measure an effect of the phase by the number of trade deals that have been concluded. And it would be very nice that as we measure the big numbers, we are then able to say X amount went to women companies, X amount went to South African companies, X amount went to youth companies as opposed to just having a figure. Sondi, Nonda Bagaga, Shemanweza, Ndabezita, Siabulela, thank you so much for your time. Ndabulela, Ndabulela, Puto Aminko, Sheman, thank you for having me. Certainly, Director for Youth Economic Empowerment in the Department of Economic Development, Tourism and Environmental Affairs, Guazulu Natal. His name is Mr. Tamizondi, reporting.